Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Hi, and welcome to the Christmas Time in the City podcast. I'm your host, Chris. And I'm also your host, Chris. Before we get started, be sure to follow us on social media. We're Christmas Time in the City podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and on our YouTube channel. Be sure to check out our website, christmastimeinthecity.com. That's where you'll find our show notes, videos, and interactive maps featuring filming locations and iconic Christmas attractions throughout the city. And as always, feel free to email any questions or comments to us at christmastimeinthecitypodcast at gmail.com. This is the final stretch, less than a week away from the big day. Yeah. How do you feel? Um, I'm excited. We have decided that Christmas starts our Christmas week (laughs) so we can celebrate it longer. Yeah. So that's exciting. We're pushing for a Christmas week as opposed to just the day. Yeah. And I think that'll, that's keeping me excited because usually I get kind of, you know, bummed out when it gets a little closer because it's almost over, you Mm -hmm. know, where now it's like, I'm excited for it to start. So yeah, I'm feeling good. Are you ready? Do you feel like you've done everything you need to do besides grocery shopping? Because we have not done that yet. We have not grocery shopped. So that's weighing on me a little bit, but it's just going out grocery shopping is a pain in the butt. Yeah. Uh, Now you feel better after that. Yeah, but I feel good. All the shopping is done, I think, and everything is wrapped that we need to wrap. And now we're just uh, waiting for it to come. And yeah, it's it's coming. I'm excited about it. I hope everyone listening is also excited about it. I'm sure they are if they're listening to this podcast, unless they're just New York City enthusiasts and don't care about Christmas. Maybe (laughs) it's a strange thing to go down this rabbit hole. This this (laughs) may not be the podcast for you. No. We might have a little bit of a somewhat white Christmas out there this year. Yeah, it snowed last week. Yeah, we talked about it on the last podcast. We thought it was going to be a little bit more of like a slush deal, but it was actually a really great snowstorm. We had about a foot of snow in New York City. I think out in upstate and New Jersey, they got a little bit more, but we yeah. had about a foot, which is fair enough. Our car got uh, snowed in. Yeah. That so, was a bit of a bummer for yeah, a day. I, but had, to, I had to overnight a snow shovel in so we could get ourselves out. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how we've made it this long without one, but we did. So this year we got one. But yeah, we we did take advantage of it this weekend, though. We went out to Central Park. Yeah, once I dug the car out, mm-hmm. we drove to Central Park. We also had to go to the city to do a little bit of shopping for some stuff. And then we went up to Central Park with our little one. Yeah, brought him out as a little sled. And uh, yeah, it was so pretty. It was really nice. It was a nice blanket of snow everywhere. Yeah, there wasn't a whole lot of people out. It was mm-hmm. Usually by the time we get out to the city, it's dark just by the way it works out with uh, his naps and stuff. But we were able to get in there in a good time when we were able to really enjoy the... It wasn't bright and sunny, but no, it was... It was a cloudy day, but it yeah. was still daytime. It was daytime, which is mm-hmm. nice. So we yeah. got to enjoy that. Yeah. It was a nice little start to our holiday weeks. Yeah. And so now we're here. <laughs> Here we go. So there's all kinds of news. We should probably just get right into it. So yeah. let's talk about some news. It's time for the news. So Bon Jovi ruined Fairy Tale of New York. That's what I'm hearing. We talked about Fairy Tale of New York in a previous episode. We talked about the top five, more or less the top six New York City Christmas songs. Yeah. My personal favorite New York City Christmas song is Fairy Tale of New York by the Pogues. And it sounds like John Bon Jovi did not do right yeah. by the Pogues. That's what they're saying. <laughs> a lot of people are pretty mad about it. Yeah. So here, we're going to break protocol a little bit. If you haven't listened to the song, we're going to play a little bit for you right now. You're a 
from your bragging You've lost all your swagger In the world around town You ain't much in the bed Call a squirrel cause you're nuts You're a kick in the gut Happy Christmas, my ass I pray God it's our last The boys from the NYPD Choir's just singing Galway Bay And the bells were ringing out For Christmas Day took my dreams from me when I first found me I kept them with me babe and put them with my own can't make it all alone I built my dreams so what did you think <laughs> oh that was crazy it's real bad right yeah it's real bad I uh at first, I was like, okay, this might be okay. You know, it's got the classic Jovi sound, you know, his voice. And then as soon as it starts into the fast part with a duet, what is he doing? What is a duet? Both, he's doing both parts himself. Both parts. With a weird accent. Yes. Which I, I guess he's trying to kind of sound sort of... Irish, but Irish. why? Just, just, yeah, just sing it normal. Yeah, you don't sound good. It's dude. real bad. <laughs> it's real bad. <laughs> It makes me think that he does not have a good support structure in his life. Yeah. Where there's not someone that would be like, hey, John, this does not sound like a good song. You should probably redo it. Yeah. But everyone was just like, yeah, totally. You should definitely release this as a Christmas song. Oh, no. So that's what Bon Jovi's doing lately. Come on, man. (laughs) Have you heard any of his other Christmas songs? I think it's like a three song album he's putting out for Christmas. I wonder what songs got rejected if if that's one of the three that made it. Yeah. Well, that was a fail. <laughs> yeah. Well, you don't know unless you try yeah. or unless you ask someone that you that you trust yeah. if they like the song. And if they say no, then, then you know they didn't work. He doesn't have good people in his life. He needs Richie Sambora back in his life. I guess so. Richie would have said no. <laughs> so this will be the first year since 1907 that there will be no spectators at the Times Square ball drop. Since 1907. 1907. Yeah. So it's going to be... It's not going to be completely empty. There are spots that are going to be reserved for people to watch some of the performances, but nothing in comparison. We're talking like a million people in Times Square. Yeah. And it's going to turn into like 50 to 100. You know what I mean? I don't know the exact numbers yet, but I know they have special people that are going to be in the audience. This seems like the ideal year to go then, if that's the case, if it's only going to be 50 people. Well, you can't just go. <laughs> it's people that are being invited as guests. Well, we have a Christmas podcast about New York City. <laughs> is Ryan Seacrest listening to this? Po- Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> this is for you, Ryan Seacrest. We will give you all the positive reviews. <laughs> I will give you so many positive reviews. If we can go to see the ball drop in Times Square. Yeah. But I also I, think those spots are being reserved for We also need a parking spot as well so we can park somewhere close. <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. Ryan Seacrest, we request... Two and a half tickets for the Times Square ball drop <laughs> and a parking spot. <laughs> Make it happen. Okay. Well, besides that, besides just the spectators and that kind of thing, it's going to be pretty interesting. It's going to be virtual. Basically all virtual, almost uh, augmented reality. So okay. it's they're, they're trying to get people to feel like they are there and they have the opportunity to be there, even if that's something they would never have done before. 
So I thought that was really cool. They're partnering with Jamestown, the real estate investment and management company they own one Times Square. They've spent the last six months planning basically an alternative to the festivities. So it's all about virtual and augmented experiences. So I thought that was really cool. There's live camera feeds, totally free to access as well, which I thought was really cool. You just download an app, which is called NYE, so New Year's Eve app, or vnye.com. You can go there and basically be a part of New Year's Eve in Times Square. So I thought that was kind of cool, you know, because I would never go there for real, even without anything happening in the world. <laughs> I just am not going to be around a million people. No. So I think that I would like to try the augmented reality one. We can give that a shot. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah, I think so too. And they're they're going to be showing broadcasts from all around the world, all the ball drops on this website. So you get to experience New Year's Eve everywhere. I like that too. As mm-hmm. much as I like to see the ball drop here, there's things going on all over the world. I'd like to see other people celebrate as well. Yeah. Yeah, and they're going to show some of the performances, I believe, too. So it's not going to be just watching the ball. You know, there's going to be performances and all that kind of stuff on there. Um, A virtual tour of Times Square. But instead of the ads that are there, it's going to be art exhibits and things like that on the billboards. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's really neat. I think that they've done a pretty good job. Well, it sounds like it. We'll see what really happens. (laughs) There's performances from three musical artists. There's Alex Boy, a singer known for his African takes on pop music. Chloe Gilligan, a Nashville-based pop artist, and Armani White, a West Philadelphia rap artist. They put, like, the motion suits Motion cap, okay. Yeah, so it's like you're there getting a private concert by these people. By three people I've never heard of before. Yeah, I know. It's a little bit strange, (laughs) but I think they're doing what they can. You know, they're not going to get Mariah Carey, I don't think, in a motion suit for a free website. She just sings her jam, and you know what? It's a jam. (laughs) It's a good one. I'm sorry. It It works. Uh, and you can also take a selfie in Times Square without being there. So you can pretend you're there and take a little selfie. That will be what the ball drop is like this year. Cool. Pretty neat. So speaking about Mariah Carey. The queen. The queen of Christmas. You can uh, you can have a sleepover with kind of with her. She's virtual. <laughs> I would hope so. She seems like she'd be too much to deal with <laughs> yes. for like a sleepover. Yeah. But the whole thing does sound pretty cool. We kind of talked about it before the FAO Schwartz one that Airbnb was doing where you can stay in the FAO Schwartz. We did that in the last podcast. Mm-hmm. So this one is the same idea. Uh, they're partnering with Airbnb. And it's basically an epic Times Square situation. You're staying in a luxury dome under the Times Square ball. It's a penthouse apartment, basically. Outside in one of those domes. But then you get to stay in a dome outside, like on the roof with like everything right in front of you. The ball is right there. You get to see all the performances on a big private screen right in front with New York City all around you. It sounds pretty magical. You also get dinner cooked by a private chef. And then you get a virtual meeting and performance from the host of the night, Mariah Carey. On Zoom. Yeah, it's probably like something like that. But still, you know, it's a private performance. It's so awkward to like, hi. Oh, hi, Mariah. Do you think that she starts as soon as that she goes live? As soon as she goes in, she's just like... She's just on. Uh, oh, I hope so. I hope, <laughs> I hope she gets no it over with right no away. No chit-chat. Because you know I'm asking her about Nick Cannon. <laughs> I don't think she's given up those uh, those details to you. Mariah, when are you going to be on The Masked Singer? <laughs> Ken Jong keeps thinking it's you anyway, so you might as well... Mm-hmm. Just join in. Show up. Also, in addition, these people are going to receive $5,000 spending money. And enjoy a special dinner in the private lounge and dining area. It just seems really cool. The glittery costumes and props. It's just like a whole New Year's Eve experience right there. It does sound really fun. Yeah, I think it's pretty awesome. But, you know, 
Let it go to somebody else, I guess, right? We, I think they're looking for a couple. We are three people now. <laughs> we, we are three, yeah. I don't think the baby would appreciate sleeping out, outside in a... In a dome. Vinyl bright dome. lights in face. I don't think he would quite understand that one. Uh, but yeah, that's a that's a, that's a news. That's some pretty cool news. Yeah, I thought so. So with that, it's time for Listener Mail. You've got Listener Mail. Benji's back at it again, blowing <laughs> us up with questions. <laughs> This time he writes, What would happen if I tried to cut down a Christmas tree in Central Park like Buddy did? Has anyone ever tried? Are there trees small enough? I thought they were all big trees. Well, there are trees of all sizes in the Central Park. But no, you can't cut them down. <laughs> no. According to Title 18, Chapter 1, Section 18129 of the New York City Administrative Code, it is illegal and punishable by law for citizens to remove, kill, or damage a street or park tree whether intentionally or accidentally. Most violations are misdemeanors punishable by a fine of up to $1,000 and or imprisonment up to 90 days. Removing a tree without a permit and damaging trees are very serious offenses, punishable by a fine of up to $15,000 and or imprisonment for up to one year. So don't even think about it, Benji. It's not worth it, Benji. Don't do it. Yeah. That would have been an interesting deleted scene for Elf. Right. <laughs> he gets arrested. <laughs> he spends 90 days yeah. locked up. Oh, he misses Christmas. He would... <laughs> <laughs> what a weird turn that movie would take. Yes. Yeah. So that's it. Don't do it. Don't do it. But there are trees of all sizes there. So let's keep it moving. Once again, I forgot to do the review. I like jingle. I like the what you have in the last okay. episode. I thought it was fun. Well, in that case, let's read a review. Candito on Apple Podcasts writes, This podcast brings me the joy of the Christmas spirit of New York City. It is so fun to reminisce and learn new things at the same time. All right. That's a great review. It's concise. It tells people exactly what to look for in our podcast, and we greatly appreciate it. Thank you so much. We sent you some stickers already. We're official. (laughs) That being said, let's get into our newest segment, and this might be the last one for the year. It's time for Christmas Rhyme in the City. New York in the Wintertime by Andres Vamond. Plants wither, shiver in winter, as snow falls, stalling callings of spring or summer, brilliant, white light to stun her, an empty, perfect New York winter. Yeah, Andres. Yeah, that was pretty fitting for what it feels like out there right now. Yeah, it is the most wonderful time of the year. Absolutely. This will wrap up this episode. This podcast was recorded in our apartment in the Big Apple, New York City. If you like this podcast, do us a favor, rate it and write a review. Let us know you did, and we will send you a bunch of stickers. Get these stickers off our hands, please. Mm -hmm. And subscribe now. (laughs) I did that weird. (laughs) So subscribe now and follow us on social media so we can keep the conversation going and keep you posted about new episodes. Until next time, I'm Chris. And I'm Chris. And this is Christmas Time in the City. What's up, dudes? I'm Jerry D of Totally Rad Christmas, the podcast that talks all things Christmas in the 80s. Toys, movies, specials, music, books, fashion, and fads. If it was gnarly during Christmas in the 80s, he's got it covered. Wait, is there a lot of things to talk about for the 80s and Christmas? 
Well, you got the movie giants like Christmas Vacation, Scrooged, and A Christmas Story. There are TV specials like Muppet Family Christmas, Claymation Christmas Celebration, and a Garfield Christmas Special. Plus classics shown every year. You also jam out to Last Christmas, Do They Know It's Christmas, and Christmas in Hollis. But most of all, it was a time for the most bodacious, best-selling Christmas toys ever, like He-Man, G.I. Joe, Transformers, and Cabbage Patch Kids. Yes, them too. We cover them all, plus much more, including standard segments like Hap Hap Happiest Memory, Gagging with the Spoon, The Other Half of the Battle, and Chant with the Littles. So tune in to Totally Rad Christmas everywhere you get your podcasts. Turn the clock back and dive into those warm and fuzzy memories. Later, dudes! Hi, this is Manny from Feliz Christmas, Merry Navidad, the bilingual, multilingual Christmas podcast. In our podcast, you will hear about foods, traditions, how this 2020 Christmas will be interesting, especially from six feet away, and many more new surprises. Join me on the road to Christmas, along with many guest hosts from other podcasts from the Christmas Podcast Network. You can listen to us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, or just search for us on your favorite podcast platform. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at FCMN Podcast. Or visit our website, fcmnpodcast.com. Feliz Christmas, Merry Navidad.